بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله الكريم نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد Allah's Messenger عليه الصلاة والسلام he said لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى حتى أكون أحب إليه من ولده ووالده والناس أجمعين None of you shall truly believe up until I become more beloved to him more than his son more than his father and more than the rest of the whole of mankind. Indeed the companions of Al-Mustafa alayhi salatu wasalam they were the ones that loved the messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam more than anyone else from his ummah the companions of Allah's Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam, love for him manifested. It wasn't just a mere claim of loving him. But rather, that claim of loving him, it manifested upon their tongues and upon their limbs. So we'll take an example from one of the companions, or rather a continuation of our mentioning of Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu, wherein this love that he had for the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu was exhibited. It's Yawm al-Fatih, the day of conquest. Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu is now coming to, a Mac- to, to Mecca. So when he arrives in Mecca, Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu brings his father, Abu Quhafa, to the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu he brings him and his father, obviously, he is a man that is of an old age. Abu Bakr at that time was approximately 60 years old. So his father must have been around 80 or so. His hair is extremely white. His beard is extremely white. He's an old man. Abu Bakr brings him after so many years of not seeing him, having lived in, lived in Medina for that time. So he brings him to the Messenger of Allah, alayhi salatu wasalam, and the messenger said, could you not have left the sheikh in his house so that we could have, I could have come to him myself? Yani, could you not have left the sheikh, yani Abu Bakr's father, in his house and then I would have come to him myself? Allah's messenger والسلام, is saying that, indicating the adab, the etiquette that the person should have for the person that is older than you. There is a respect that is due to the person that is older than you. However, the, uh, then after that, the Messenger of Allah, والسلام, he invites Abu Quhafa, the father of Abu Bakr, to embrace Islam. And then the father of Abu Bakr, عنه, he says, Ashadu an la ilaha illallah, wa ashadu anna Muhammad Rasulullah. When Abu Qahafa placed his hand on the hand of the Messenger of Allah والسلام, to give him the oath of allegiance of Islam, when he put his hand on the hand of the Messenger of Allah, Abu Bakr عنه, when he saw his father placing his hand upon the blessed, blessed hand of Muhammad وسلم, in order to give an oath of allegiance, in order to embrace Islam, Abu Bakr عنه, he begins to cry. So Allah's Messenger, alayhi salatu wasalam, he says, Ma yubkik, 
What is it that is making you cry? Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he said that for your uncle, yani Abu Talib, for your uncle to place his hand upon your hand and thus embrace Islam and give you the delight of your eye, of your uncle embracing Islam, for your uncle, yani Abu Talib, to place his hand upon your hand, O Messenger of Allah, and embrace Islam, and thus bring delight to your eye, is more beloved to me than my own father, placing his hand upon your hand and embracing Al-Islam. Why did he say this? What made him say this? Because Abu Talib, or the uncle of the Messenger of Allah, والسلام, was more beloved, would be more beloved, to the Messenger of Allah and give greater pleasure to the eye of the Messenger of Allah and greater joy to the heart of the Messenger of Allah than another person's relative embracing Islam. So Abu Bakr is saying that your uncle embracing Islam is more beloved to me. Why? Because your uncle embracing Islam is more beloved to you. And whatever is more beloved to you, it becomes beloved to me. I love you, but not just that. Whatever you love, I love. And not just that, but whatever is more beloved to you has now become more beloved to me. Imagine that. Your father, the one who raised you. Your father, the one who sheltered you. He fed you. He clothed you. The father that woke up and had sleepless nights because of you. The father, the, the one that is, that was willing to Sacrifice his whole life. Sacrifice his life for you. He was willing to die for your sake, for your protection, for your well-being. You're now given the choice. Who is more beloved? That this father of yours receives the mercy of Allah and is saved from the fire of hell or the uncle of the Prophet ﷺ. That he is the one that receives the mercy of Allah and that he is the one that is saved from the fire of hell. Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he's saying that in that situation, it is more beloved to me, that the uncle of the messenger of Allah, that he is saved and he receives the mercy of Allah more than my father. Why? Because what Allah's messenger loves and seeing the messenger of Allah happy and seeing the messenger of Allah delight being brought to the messenger of Allah to his eyes as a result of his uncle embracing Islam is more beloved to me than my own father embracing al-islam these are the athar these are the effects that are produced and should be produced as a result of a person at the very least claiming that he loves the messenger of allah alayhi salatu wasalam the companions they earned that level and that station that they had before allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because of the fact that the messenger of allah they implemented that hadith that the Messenger of Allah became more beloved to them than themselves, than their children, than their fathers, than their mothers, and the whole of mankind. Love of the Messenger of Allah, it is meant to produce an effect. It is meant to produce a result, a sign. The signs of love of the Messenger of Allah, they should be manifest upon your tongue, upon your limbs. It should be translated physically. It should be apparent and it cannot be a mere claim. And from the effects of loving the Messenger of Allah, from the signs of loving the Messenger of Allah, 
is that you listen to him, that you obey him. As a poet, he says, Indeed, the one who loves is towards the one whom he loves, an obedient person. The lover is obedient to the one whom he claims to be in love with. The Messenger of Allah, والسلام, he commands us, he prohibits us. Ask, your, ask yourselves, when it's the case that you come across a command from the Messenger of Allah, a prohibition from the Messenger of Allah. Is it the case that you race and you rush towards executing that command of your Messenger? Or is it the case when you come across a command from he who does not speak from his own desires, but rather it is revelation that is conveyed to him? Is it the case when you come across a command from him, it becomes heavy for you? You feel it to be a burden. You feel it to be heavy on your back. Is it the case when a nazila, when a, a matter occurs in your life, a matter, a calamity, a disaster, or some form of discord or disagreement between yourself and a friend of yours, yourself and a family member of yours, yourself and some person in the public, when a certain occurrence occurs in your life, at-tahakum, judging by the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, is that what you do? Do you race towards the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah and become pleased with the judgment of the Messenger of Allah concerning that nazila that occurs in your life, that affair that occurs in your life? Is it the case that you only obey the Messenger of Allah in times of ease, in times of prosperity and ease and relaxation when it's easy for you to obey the Messenger of Allah? But when push comes to shove and when now the test comes, you flee from obeying the Messenger of Allah. You flee from, flee from the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah. You flee from the guidance of the Messenger of Allah, والسلام, and you go towards other methods and other avenues to resolve your problems, to resolve your issues. Because now, adopting that Sunnah and following that Sunnah and adhering to that guidance, it's become difficult for you. Ask yourself in those situations how is your attitude? How is your behavior? Another effect that should be produced as a result of you claiming to love the Messenger of Allah والسلام, is mentioning him. Is mentioning him a lot. Ask yourself how much do you make a mention of the Messenger of Allah Because the Salaf they would say Man ahabba shay'an akthara min dhikrihi He who loves a certain thing he is going to end up making mention of that thing in abundance. And therefore you will find that person who loves a certain hobby, he makes a mention of that hobby constantly. Whenever you see him, you sit in the car with him, he's making a mention of that. If you're walking with him, he's making a mention of that. If he calls you, if he texts you, if he sends a message, it's something related to that matter that he, that he loves. Why? Because man ahabba shay'an akthara min dhikrihi. Whoever loves a certain thing, then he's going to end up mentioning that thing. And he's going to end up making mention of that thing a lot. So the Messenger of Allah, والسلام, now have a look at your own self. How many a times do you make a mention of the Messenger of Allah? If you love him, it's inevitable that automatically, naturally, mention of him is going to be pronounced upon your tongue. How many times do you make a mention of him? 
throughout the day. How many times do you say, oh, that particular action there, that is something that was beloved to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Oh, that particular picture that we have seen, that is a picture of a place in Medina where the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam was. That particular item of food, that particular item of food is something that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam used to love. Try to do this particular thing. Why? Because this particular thing is what the Messenger of Allah, he loved. Oh, that action that you're doing, that is something that the Messenger of Allah, he loved. Man ahabba shay akthara min dhikrihi. Whoever loves a certain thing, he's going to end up mentioning that thing a lot. That's why you'll find the mentioning about the poet saying that even when I try to, I try to forget about Layla. I try to forget about Layla. I try to forget about Layla. I try to remove my thoughts concerning Layla. I want to forget about her. But when I forget about Layla, then behold, Layla appears to me in another form. Layla appears to me in another form. Form. Why? Because Layla now, he used to make mention of her so much. And he used to think about Layla so much that now it's become something that is ingrained within his soul. It's part of his tabi'ah now. It's jibilli. It's part of his innate nature now. It's, it's ingrained within his nature now. He can't help but think about Layla now. The Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam. If you think about him a lot, if you think about him a lot, and you make mention of him a lot. And you praise him a lot in how he deserves to be praised. Then naturally, naturally your heart is going to be thinking about him sallallahu alayhi wa Naturally, your heart is going to be yearning for him. That is another effect. Another effect, another sign that you love the messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam. That you yearn to see him. That you yearn to be with him. When somebody that you love, he is no longer, she is no longer in your company. Perhaps he's moved to a different town. Perhaps he's moved to a different city, a different country. You yearn to see that person again. You think, when am I going to see that person again? Even those of us who perhaps have had a relative that has passed away, we hope in Allah that perhaps, we hope in Allah that that person, he is admitted in the afterlife into paradise. And that Allah will allow me to be admitted with him into paradise. Why? Because we yearn to see him. He's passed away now. He's no longer here now. But the yearning to see him, it still remains within the heart. The yearning to see him, it still remains ingrained within the soul. Even after years and decades of him no longer being here. Why? Because when you love someone, you yearn to be with him. Ask yourself, do you yearn to be with the Messenger of Allah? Alayhi as-salatu wassalam. Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala, he mentioned concerning this matter, and we shall conclude with this. He said, Kullama akthara min dhik al-abd, Kullama akthara min dhikr al-mahboob, wa istihdarihi fi qalbihi, wa istihdari mahasinihi, wa ma'anihi al-jaliba li-hubbihi, tada'afa hubbuhu lahu, وَتَزَايَدَ شَوْقُهُ إِلَيْهِ وَاسْتَوَلَّ عَلَيْهِ جَمِيعُ قَلْبِهِ The person, whenever he increases in making mention and remembering his mahboob, in remembering the one whom he loves, the more he increases in 
thinking of him in his heart, making istihdar, bringing him to mind in one's heart, and bringing the mahasin, the goodly characteristics, the beautiful characteristics of that man in this context, the Messenger of Allah والسلام, The more that you remember him, and the more you bring him to your mind, and those beautiful characteristics of the Messenger of Allah in your mind, then love of him will end up multiplying in your heart. And shock, yearning, craving to see the Messenger of Allah will increase in your heart. How will it increase in your heart? Because you're mentioning him a lot. You're thinking about him a lot. As a result of that, naturally, it's going to result in your yearning and your craving to see the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam, and all of that is going to end up taking authority over your heart. All of that is going to end up taking control over all areas of your heart. Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala, he then continues, Wala shay. Naam. He said, Wala shay aqarra li'ayn al-muhab min ru'yati mahbubihi. There is nothing that is more beloved to the eye of the one who he of the of the lover. There is nothing that is more beloved to the eye of the lover than seeing the one whom he loves. And there is nothing more beloved to the heart of the lover than thinking about the one whom he loves. And if this occurs to the heart of the slave. If this is something that becomes strengthened in the heart of the slave, جَرَى لِسَانُهُ بِمَدْحِهِ وَثَنَا عَلَيْهِ وَذِكَرْ مَحَاسِنِهِ If this occurs in the heart of the slave, then your tongue, it will automatically end up making praise of the one that you love, mentioning the one that you love, and mentioning the great and beautiful characteristics of the one that you love. Therefore we... Encourage each other, myself first and foremost, and then the brothers and the sisters, that if we are claiming to love the Messenger of Allah والسلام, claiming to be Ahlul Sunnah, people of Sunnah, people of Sunnah, they are the first and foremost people that are deserving to have this title of loving the Messenger of Allah Why? Because we are the followers of the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah. By default of us claiming to be the adherents to the Sunnah, if we are true to that, then we are the first and foremost of people deserving of this title of loving the Messenger of Allah However, we should check whether or not this claim that we are making isn't merely a claim and lip service on our tongues without seeing any proof of it on our tongues and our and our limbs, the one who makes a claim, he should have proof. If you claim that there is a certain building, and that is your possession, that detached house in that area of the city, that belongs to me, it's not your house. The court is going to ask you, where's your proof? Where are the deeds? Where are the documents that prove that that building is your possession? If you're claiming that you love Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, there needs to be proof of that in your life, in your actions. The belief of that and the statement that you make and the claim that you make of loving the messenger needs to be translated zahiran, apparently, and not something that you make a mere claim of. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he makes us true in our claim in being those who love the messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam. Innahu waliyu dhalika wal qadiru alayhi wa sallillahu ma'ala nabiyyina Muhammad walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.